Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now. UMFM. This is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Elves and kicking things off for us tonight. That's Tokyo Sunset from Eloquent off of the new album on Herbnet, Long Drives to Nowhere, also featuring Manami Otsuko on that track. Got a busy show for you tonight. Uh, I talked to Mitch Galbraith from Australian Act Ocean Alley. They're playing the Park Theater on Monday. We'll be airing that interview in a little bit. We've also got a live session I taped yesterday with Edmonton's Visia, who played The Goodwill. Uh, last night 
Uh, Jazz Fest is on this weekend. I encourage you to go check out uh, Tanika Charles and Witch Prophet, two great acts that are playing tonight, uh, a little later on. And uh, for complete information, go to jazzwinnipeg.com. Coming up next, this is the instrumental version of Lazy Breeze from Lex Soul's Lex on the Beach. We got something new from Joe Armin Jones. And keep it locked, 101.5 UMFM.
Babylon dan. I say war in a Babylon dan. But no weapon formed against I shall prosper in this time War in a Babylon dan. I say war in a Babylon dan. But no weapon formed against I shall prosper in this
Australia's Ocean Alley coming to Winnipeg and Mitch Galbraith from the band joins me by phone. How are you doing, Mitch? Good, mate. I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. Where where are you where are we catching you right now? 
Uh, currently in Edmonton. Um, yeah, we we had a night off in Banff last night. Uh, uh, and we're in Edmonton now. We're playing at the Union Hall tonight. So do you guys build in some nights off on tour when you're, you know, this far from home, or is that just, just the way the, the booking landed? It's, it's kind of just the way the booking landed. It's um, a bit of a complex process. Everyone's trying to please everyone at once, but, you know, in reality that can never happen. So, yeah, it's just sort of how it happens. Right. Is it is it a valuable thing to have one of those kinds of nights off to recharge it all on the road? Yeah, totally. And I think um, it's probably most important for uh, Baden and Lachlan, the two guys that do the singing. Um, we've, we've, we've had a problem in the past where Baden uh, lost his voice once and couldn't sing the last few shows of a really long tour in the UK. Mm. And uh, we learned from our mistake then. And, and it's important, especially when you're away for like a whole month, to kind of um, give everyone the time to to sort of have some time for themselves and uh, and the night off, uh, you know, an early night. <laughs> right. Now, you guys were road dogs before the uh, COVID shutdown. Had you learned some, some skills to kind of deal with those kinds of things over, over the, the years prior? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, we, we started off t- driving ourselves around Australia in our four-wheel drive you know, touring pretty hard. Uh, there's some long drives between Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane, mm-hmm. about 10, 11 hours. So, yeah, we learnt to, learnt to get along with each other pretty early on. Um, but, yeah, yeah there's, and there, when we started touring around the UK and Europe and the United States and Canada on a tour bus, it was kind of a whole different uh, kettle of fish. So I had to learn all the new tips and tricks of the trade and um, luckily all the... All the uh, seasoned road dogs that we've met along the way have been been happy enough to give us plenty of uh, encouragement and plenty of advice right now i mean australia like territory wise kind of similar to canada where there's like great stretches in between bigger cities rather than like europe where you know it's all packed together and you can kind of get from one one country to another pretty pretty quickly yeah does it kind of make you nostalgic for home you know playing playing a canadian string um yeah i guess so but pretty obvious because you drive on the wrong side of the road over here oh yeah true enough so um that's so that's a constant reminder but yeah it's 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 quite similar and like i said we used to drive ourselves around oz uh many 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 years ago when we first started and since then we've managed to manage to get an upgrade so we're on a big tour bus these days and and we don't do much of the driving uh most of the time we're sleeping in the back (laughs) right take a chance to unwind um exactly uh, the last album that you guys released was only Diamond in 2020. Um, have you been working on new material that you're like road testing at all right now, or is this kind of the the Lonely Diamond tour? This is the Lonely Diamond tour. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt it really important to kind of keep it that way and and get this tour done as as how we sort of envisioned it first uh, two years ago. You know, when we were first first planning it. Mm-hmm. However, we've released a couple of songs from our next body of work, which we which we were writing over the COVID break. Um, and we've released a couple of songs. Uh, so we're playing them on the road this tour uh, am- amongst all the other tracks. Do you find, because those songs are already kind of out there, that people are familiar with them? Or is this something where, for the most part, audiences are kind of getting their introduction when it's on stage? Um, there has been, like... It, 
I've seen a few people singing singing the words um, of those new songs, so I guess they've they've already heard them. Mm. We tend not to really um, play stuff on the road if it's not released. I don't know. I know that some people often, yeah, like you said, road test songs, and we'll we'll perform unreleased songs and see see what the response is like. But I'm not sure that we we do that very often. Um, it hasn't been the case for this, for this run. The only two songs we played are yeah, Deepest Darkness and um, uh, I forgot the other one. No worries. Um, the mind blank. But yeah, we haven't um, we haven't we haven't played any songs that are unreleased right now. Sure. So how do you build a set for this tour? What's the kind of thinking behind, you know, what order you play stuff in and, and which one do you, you do feature? Yeah, we kind of just try and uh, imagine how the flow of the night would go and we like to sort of group slower songs sort of together in kind of blocks of three or four, I guess, and, and sort of have have the feeling of the show um, ebb and flow and, you know, some highs and lows. Um you're always trying to keep people interested and, and keep the energy high. So mm-hmm. not too many um, slow burners in a row and yeah. And a couple of, couple of favorites at the end and, and for the encore, but nothing, nothing too complicated. Do you think about that when you're making a record, like how these songs will play out live? Like, you know, cause you said slow burners and I mean, in, in an album setting, that's a, that's a great thing to kind of have like something to sink yeah. into, but it's maybe not the best for energy at a show. Yeah, so I, I guess as we're writing each song, we don't really think about that too much. But when it comes to sort of putting putting them all together in a in a sort of body of work, then yeah, it's we sort of sort of space out the the, the record like much like we do a set. I think we're um, we're truly a, a live band in the sense that uh, um, we sort of construct our our records similar to how we would write a, a set list for a live show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just about keeping the audience, um, you know, intrigued and sort of having some some thoughtful uh, thoughtful ordering of all that sort of stuff. Right. So I, I got to ask, what is it about Australia and psych rock? Because there seem to be a lot of great psych rock bands from Australia. Like as a genre, is there something that resonates with people there? Like how does how does this kind of sound become kind of one of the signature sounds of that country? I think Australia has a strong affinity with rock music in general. There's some amazing rock groups and, and the pub rock of um, 70s and 80s in Australia was just off a ped, mm-hmm. like uh, Cold Chisel and um, Jimmy Barnes and all, all the all the pub rock bands from from um, back in the day doing the pub circuit in Australia. And so I think we love, we love rock music um, and there's a bit of a, a rock revival sort of going on in Australia and I think, I think the world a little bit too sort of, uh, you know, in response to all the pop and hip-hop that's sort of been around in the 90s and the, the noughties. So, mm. I don't know, I guess it's just a modernisation of, of maybe of, of the, the rock roots in Australia, but yeah, I couldn't really tell you. It's just uh, a lot of fun to play, and I think Australians are pretty creative with their um, with their art forms, so, yeah, it probably stems a bit from that. It wasn't something you consciously set out to kind of, like, mirror with what was happening with other other acts or anything like that like was there any ever any talk about kind of like what the band's sound would be like or like kind of figuring that out and where, what your place was no nah, definitely we were we were very far from from having any kind of conversation like that right. kind of just sort of what we started playing and and sort of yeah it kind of just grew from from a seed and and it's it's grown into its own thing with 
kind of minimal input from us, really. Um, that's just how we've always rolled, and, and we're still doing that to this day, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, it was 2020 when Lonely Diamond came out. Maybe if you can think back to kind of the creation of that record, what kind of, like, was there a specific kind of vibe to the album you guys were aspiring to or, like, any discussion as to kind of, like, thematic and, and like, approach to the record? Um, I don't think so. It's, like, it's kind of, yeah, we don't really set out to start with the theme. I think we write a whole bunch of songs and then sort of try and pick the best ones and pick the ones that sort of fit together the best. Um, but yeah, I guess it was a bit of a bit of a slower record. Like we, we, I remember trying to, we wanted to try and write some sort of slower, more anthemic kind of songs that we had in in some previous work. Um, so we focused the title track, Lonely Diamond, is probably a good example of that. Um, but yeah, there are quite a few slow ones on that. I guess Infinity and Stained Glass are a bit slower as well, um, and and the stuff that we've been working on recently, which is which is yet to be released, is is I think we set out con- to, to consciously do something different from Lonely Diamond. So you 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 have given some thought, kind of looking back at Lonely Diamond as to kind of what what pivot you'll make going forward or something like that. Yeah, of course. I think that's kind of how we write our music. Most of the time, we look back to what, we look back on on what we've done, and we try and um, do something different and try and progress from 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 there. Um, I don't think we ever really set out with specific, you know, like specific theme or something that we that we're really desperate to say. It's more more reacting to what we previously did and trying to kind of challenge ourselves and, and do something different. Right. Now, do outside influences enter in at all? Like, do you find what you're listening to influences what you end up creating? Probably subconsciously in a way, but yeah, like, I don't know. We never sit sit, sit down and have like a roundtable discussion about those kinds of things. It kind of just, just comes out how it comes out, really. Right. There's no eloquent way of saying it, I guess. Yeah, no. I mean, the creative process is, can sometimes be a mystery to even the people kind of involved. It can, in it, so. yeah. yeah. It's, a lot, it's a lot like a jam band kind of set up, and, and that's how we started. You know, we're a garage band, and we started just kind of copying and trying to emulate, you know, our influences, which is like the classic rock, you know, that our parents grew up on and, and that, that, that we grew up on. Um, and then, yeah, just, just see what it sounds like in the garage, and we're still kind of writing like that to this day. For sure. Before I let you go, Mitch, I want to get you to pick a track off Lonely Diamond we can play for listeners. And if you have a reason why you're picking that song in particular or an anecdote about it, I'd love to hear that. Oh, yeah. Um, I like Way Down. I think it's probably, it, it wasn't one of the first songs that was um, that was written off Lonely Diamond, but I think it was, yeah, again, a reaction to those, those first songs that were a bit slower and we wanted to write something a bit, a bit more upbeat. And uh, my favourite part of the record is probably the, the outro where Angus is doing his guitar solo um, in Way Down. So, yeah, I'll pick Way Down. All right, we'll give that one a listen. Ocean Alley playing the Park Theatre on Monday, June 20th. Mitch, thanks for taking some time and uh, safe travels on the road. Yeah, thanks, mate. We'll see everyone at the Park Theatre.
Back here on Thank God It's Free Range Friday edition of Free Range Radio. Right before the break, you heard brand new leadoff track from Barty Strange's Farm to Table. That was Heavy Heart. Before that, out of Calgary, Summer Bruises with the final track on their album, Light to Waste. That was Backwards, Forwards. And before that, Ocean Alley with Way Down from the album Lonely Diamond, which they are bringing to town to play the Park Theatre on Monday night. Uh, my thanks to Mitch Galbraith for taking some time out of tour to talk. Uh, my thanks also to Edmonton's Vicia, who came in yesterday. We are going to play the live session that uh, they recorded at the station yesterday afternoon. Uh, we've got the tracks My Warm, On My Mind, High With You, and About Moving On. Uh, then we've got uh, Clea Ane, also from Alberta, with Pebbles off of Circle Zero. And we're going to close things off with one more Australian act, The Meltdown, and a new single called Side by Side. Keep it locked here. After 8 Radio coming up after this. We'll be back next Friday.